Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800 387 8025. That's 1 800 387 8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I'm Rudy Maxa, your host for the next hour or two of Travel Talk. Nice to have you aboard. Now, before I tell you what's coming up this hour, let me extend a warm welcome to a new member of our broadcast family. It's WSBCAM 1010 in, excuse me, 1010 in Charlotte, North Carolina, and the entire southern Piedmont of North Carolina. Now, I'm personally a big fan of North Carolina. I'm delighted WSBC has joined Rudy Maxa's world. Welcome to the show. Now, if you're a first-time listener, the show is dedicated to the subject of travel, and we look at it in a variety of ways. We celebrate it. We critique it. We have some fun with it. Uh, we do travel news. We do travel deals. And I invite you to join me anytime by writing me at rudy at rudymaxa.com. Or you can call in at 800-387-8025. You're going to hear that number a few times in the course of the show. This hour, we'll talk with a woman who's going to tell us about the very best beaches in the United States and the world. You won't want to curl your toes in the sand anywhere else. And it's National Parks Week, a perfect time to talk to James Kaiser. He's a photographer who's gained fame by photographing national parks and writing several best-selling guidebooks about them. And journalist Ronnie Hess joins us to explain how to read a French menu so you can order exactly what you want, and you're not surprised when the plate comes to the table. If, like me, you don't speak any French, well, you're not going to want to miss Ronnie's advice. And did you know that people actually get kicked off of cruise ships? At foreign ports, no less, just left to their own devices. Our cruise expert, Paul Motter, explains. I'll have a couple deals of the week, but let's start off by looking at some of this week's news and travel. Well, the country of Dubai has spent billions working to convince the world it's a sleek, forward-thinking place where doing business is both a pleasure as well as profitable. Sure, there was that uh, 60 Minutes piece about migrant laborers who worked in the blazing hot sun building those skyscrapers that give Dubai its skyline, and... Yeah, the news that employers sometimes didn't pay them or held their passports so they couldn't leave, that didn't do Dubai any favors. But now comes the April issue of Vanity Fair in a column by A.A. A. Gill, who argues that Dubai is a cautionary tale about what money can't buy, which is culture, a culture of its own. It's a place, to quote Gill, quote, where the legacy of oil has made everything worthless, unquote. Now, this displeased someone in Dubai greatly, and if you pick up a copy of Vanity Fair there, you'll find three pages missing. One page of Dubai photos, however, is left intact. No one seems to know who so neatly sliced out those pages that had A.A. Gill's writing on them. The National Media Council, which oversees print media in the United Arab Emirates, told the press it, wasn't unaware, it was unaware of the issue. One news report quoted sources in Dubai as suggesting local magazine distributors might have taken it upon themselves to become censors. Now... Don't go looking for Gill's column in the April issue of Vanity Fair here in the U.S. In the U.S., it's only online. But if you go to VanityFair.com and just type Dubai in the search box, it'll pop right up. Uh, for his part, Gill says there can be no greater compliment to a journalist than to be hand-censored. And he added, quote, If anyone has any doubt about what I wrote about Dubai, the fact that you can't read it in Dubai makes the case, unquote. Marriott Corporation's high-end brand of hotels, Ritz-Carlton, just opened the world's tallest hotel in Hong Kong. To reach your room, you've got to press an elevator button with three digits on it. Guests enter through a ninth-floor lobby and then take an elevator to the, get this, I'm not kidding you, to the 103rd floor. 103rd floor. 
Now, even if you're not a guest, you should drop in the bar on the 118th floor where you'll get spectacular views of Hong Kong, which I've I've always thought boasts one of the world's very, very best skylines. It's a dramatic thing, particularly at night when the lights are coming on and the skyscrapers. Uh, the website TripAdvisor just compiled a list of the best beaches in the world. Josie Miller's a travel editor there. She's got the list in her hands at this very moment. Welcome to the show, Josie. Thank you very much for having me. First, tell me, how did you compile this list? Uh, well, TripAdvisor has more than 40 million unique visitors per month on their site. So um, this is actually compiled based on the most highly rated beach destinations by travelers in their reviews on TripAdvisor. So it's not like there's a panel of experts. This is actually compiled by travelers who are, in many cases, reporting from the field about the experiences that they're having in certain destinations and at certain hotels and restaurants. So okay, it's let's, more let's like you... advice from a friend. Okay, uh, you <laughs> divided them up, or Travelocity divided them up. Excuse Trip me, advisor, <laughs> <yeah>. TripAdvisor. <laughs> they both start with T, Josie. Forgive they me. They do. It's true. TR even. TripAdvisor. That's right. <laughs> Two letters. Uh, TripAdvisor divided the world's best beaches and U.S. best destinations. Let's take U.S. best destinations first. Why don't you start at the at number ten and and work your way up? Absolutely. So number ten is Siesta Key, Florida. Number nine is Poitou, Hawaii. Number eight is Captiva Island, Florida. Number seven is Honolulu, Hawaii. Number six is Clearwater, Florida. Number five is Sanibel Island, Florida, seashell capital. Number four is Miami Beach. And, drumroll please, the top three, Panama City Beach, Florida, Cape May, New Jersey at number two. Yes, Cape May, New Jersey, believe it or not. It's beautiful. I think you've been there. I've definitely been there. It's a gorgeous place. No question. No question. And number one, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Six so this out is of not ten just are... about the beaches alone. Otherwise, I would just be repeating myself about sugary sand and turquoise waters. Right. There's six out of ten, though, are Florida. Josie, six out of ten are in Florida. I know. Florida was a huge winner this year. Okay. Before we run out of time, let's look at the world beach destinations, okay. a couple of which are American. But, again, start with number ten and the, the best ten beaches in the world, according to oh, TripAdvisor right. readers. Okay. Number ten is Santa Teresa Province of Punta Arenas, Costa Rica. Number nine, back at Cape May, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Eight, Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Seven is Seven Mile Beach in Grand Cayman. I was actually just there in December. It's beautiful. Uh, number six is Myrtle Beach, the U.S. number one. Number five is Tulum, Mexico. Number four is Negril, Jamaica. And the top three, Palm Eagle Beach, Aruba. Borisay, Visayas, Philippines at number two, and Providenciales, Turks and Caicos, or Provo, if you want to sound like a local, at number one, which is one of my very favorite destinations. And it's one of the closer destinations of the international ones. It's about an hour's flight from Miami. If Exactly. I you don't have to go very far to get to a great beach destination. Not at all. Unbelievable. So both the, both the number one and two in the U.S., Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and Cape May, New Jersey, made it into the top ten of the world destinations. Exactly. How often do you do this? About every year? Well, TripAdvisor does their, their traveler's choice for hotels, for family destinations, for beaches. Um, we generally do it as one larger announcement. This year we're breaking it up, so we're trying something new. But I happen to love this one in particular, especially because here on the East Coast it has just felt like the longest, coldest winter. So talking no. about beaches is an absolute delight. In fact, there was a recent survey on TripAdvisor that 2,000 people responded to, and 68% of respondents um, appear to agree with me because they're planning a beach vacation in 2011, about 50% to a U.S. beach destination, and about 25 to the Caribbean or Mexico. 
Well, this Minnesota-based uh, correspondent certainly agrees your analysis a winner, and I thank you for taking time to share the Beach Report with us. My pleasure. Thank you. Josie Miller is an editor and travel expert from TripAdvisor.com. Those are the list of the top beaches. Hey, stick around. When we come back here in Rudy Max's world in just a minute, we're going to start our celebration of National Parks Week by talking to a photographer who knows a whole lot about them. Don't go away. We'll be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Listen, if you're considering buying hardwood flooring, don't do anything until you've written down this number and received your free Lumber Liquidators catalog. The flooring was high quality with an unbeatable price tag. Call in the next 10 minutes to get your free catalog. What I bought at Lumber Liquidators is a vastly higher quality than flooring I had installed six years ago and for a fraction of the cost. So if you want great hardwood flooring at unbeatable prices, trust Lumber Liquidators. We buy direct from the mills. Call right now to get their flooring guide catalog absolutely free it's filled with top quality hardwood flooring including solid hardwoods laminates and bamboos and even bella wood prefinished flooring with a 50-year warranty the same floor bob vila has in his home this free catalog is full of tips ideas and our flooring project list to make your buying decisions easy hurry call right now to get a copy of this free guide and catalog call 800-690-8710 to get your free copy now that's 800-690-8710 8710. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. Heather from Bakersfield writes, how do you feel about rain? Well, Heather, if you're talking about the downpour of savings people are getting on their motorcycle insurance with Geico, then I love it. It's quite literally a money monsoon. Ooh, a late afternoon cash shower. And those riders who combine their motorcycle and auto insurance will have an even higher chance of savings cloudbursts. Now, the only kind of rain I don't like is the wet kind. Humidity makes my hair frizz. Call GEICO or visit GEICO.com today to see how much our multi-policy discount could save you. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It is uh, 18 minutes after the hour, and this portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at Colette Vacations. You can join the radio show and me for the 12-day France Magnifique Tour beginning on September 29th. This is, this is going to be a great trip. This is a great way to see France because we're going to see a lot of it. Uh, a couple days in Paris, a few days down in the south of France, a little Avignon, a little Loire Valley, a little bit of uh, Omaha Beach where D-Day took place. This is a great sort of overview of France. I hope you join me 
uh, on this. We've, uh, we're promising you some culture, some romance, some, well, I don't know about romance, European romance, great food, great wine, and a whole lot more. And to book your reservations, call 800-762-5345, 800-762-5345, or go to rudymaxa.com, the homepage of the radio show. Scroll down, and you'll see the logo for Colette Vacations. Just click on it. You can check out the itinerary and the details and see if you'd like to join me this fall. Uh, in France for a 12-day tour of the country. I'm delighted to to begin the celebration of National Parks uh, Week with a guy who has uh, grown up loving national parks and has made it into a career. He's a photographer and a writer. His name is James Kaiser. He joins us today from Costa Rica. Hey, James, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Great to be here. All right, let me let me set this up. You're a young boy. You're growing up in Maine. Uh, you're right near Acadia National Park, and... Uh, uh, I know you loved it because at your website, jameskaiser.com, uh, if I click on About James Kaiser, there's a picture of a little six-year-old James Kaiser with his mom in Acadia National Park. Am I right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I've been going there, uh, yeah, pretty much as long as I can remember. My family, you know, they love to hike. They love to visit Acadia. And so growing up outside the park, it was just always a part of my life, and it was a place that I really loved. And you became a photographer, and you actually, that was your first of of four books on national parks. Your first one is on Acadia, right? Exactly, yeah. What happened was, when I graduated from college, I uh, went back to Maine, and I took a look at the you know guidebooks that were out there to Acadia, and I really felt like a lot of them didn't do the park justice. So it was kind of on a whim, I decided to write my own guidebook to Acadia National Park, and it became a really good seller. Uh, you know, I was surprised at the success of it, and I thought you know, hey, this is a really fun job. I want to keep doing this. And so I moved out west, and I started writing, you know, guidebooks to national parks out west. For three other uh, national parks. In fact, you hope to reach sales of about 100,000 total this summer, right? Yeah, I'm on track to sell my 100,000th travel guide this summer, which is really unbelievable. <laughs> Excellent. All right. what? How are your guidebooks different from others? How do you look at a national park that might be, say, different from other writers? Right. Well, you know, really, I approach a guidebook as, you know, what would I want to see in a guidebook? You know, when I go to a national park, when I go to Acadia, what are the types of things that I want to see in my guidebook? And for me, you know, one of the big reasons why I travel is because I love to learn about the place. I love to learn the background information. You know, and that can involve geology. It can involve wildlife. It can involve ecology, culture, history. All of these things I find fascinating. And so what I try to do is, in my guidebooks, really promote that information. You know, put that information at the front. have a lot of background information, so... It's not just a guidebook about hotels and restaurants, which is what a lot of guidebooks are. And there's nothing against that. It really, you know, is it's good information to have on a trip. But I try to take it above and beyond that. I try to provide all the context so that you can really understand a place much more in-depth than you otherwise would. In addition to Acadia National Park, uh, James Kaiser's books include books on the uh, guides to the Grand uh, Canyon National Park, the Joshua Tree National Park in Southern California, and Yosemite uh, National Park, FYI. If you are thinking about or live nearby or are going to any of those uh, parks, you might check out his books. You can find them at James Kaiser, K-A-I-S-E-R.com. Okay, James, we've got National Park Week coming up. Uh, Ken Burns did a big series on national parks, but... Uh, do you have a feeling that Americans don't appreciate the uniqueness of the park system that we have and maybe uh, don't appreciate them as much as they ought to be appreciated? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I spend a lot of time, obviously, in national parks. And I would say that, you know, on average, at the big parks, it's probably about 50% Americans and about 50% foreigners. And I think maybe there's, you know, something along the lines of maybe Americans take national parks a little bit for granted. You know, they're in our backyard. 
and they're just sort of something that's there. And I think for a lot of people, you know, the grass is always greener. You know, when they think about an exotic vacation, they think, ah, I want to go to some, you know, tropical island or some foreign country, you know, something that you can come back and, and tell people at the office what you did, and they're going to be jealous, you know. Mm-hmm. And national parks, I think, maybe don't arouse that same sort of, like, ooing and aahing, which is amazing to me because having spent so much time in national parks and having traveled around the world quite a bit as well, I mean, some of these places are some of the most amazing places you can travel to anywhere. And that's exactly why so many foreigners come to them. I mean, a lot of these people that I meet, a lot of these foreign travelers, they've come to the United States specifically to see these places, specifically to see the Grand Canyon or to see the 3,000-foot waterfalls in Yosemite. I mean, they're just they're unbelievably world-class, and we're so lucky to have them in our own backyard. I, I can't agree with you enough. I, uh, I'm 61 years old, and I am embarrassed to say that as a travel writer, I didn't see the Grand Canyon up close in person until about two years ago. And, you know, I had flown over it so many times, flying from the East Coast to the West Coast and vice versa. And I sort of thought, well, I looked down on it, I saw it. Yeah, it's a pretty big gash in the, in the, in the ground. It's pretty incredible. But the, when I finally got there and saw it up close in person, it was just breathtaking. I was not prepared for that. Uh, in fact, some of your photographs on your, your website are of are just stunning shots of the Grand Canyon. And it, it, so I say to listeners who haven't been and think they've seen it because they've seen, uh, you know, seen it from an airplane, not good enough. Uh, let's talk a little about these photographs that you've taken, James. What kind of cameras do you, uh, for the photographers in the audience, I know there are a lot of them, what kind of cameras do you use? You know, I shoot with a Nikon. I shoot digital. I've been shooting digital for about 12 years. Um, and I shoot with a Nikon, and I have probably about, Oh, I'd say eight or nine lenses. Uh, so I've got a pretty, <laughs> got quite a bit of equipment to lug around. Okay, and and I'm I'm looking at some of them on the website now. You actually have archival prints that are available uh, for sale. How many years have you been taking these photographs? Well, you know, I really started uh, right after college. You know, and it's funny because I didn't have any photography training, formal photography training, before I started getting into writing these guidebooks. Um, it was really something that, you know, when I started on my first Acadia guide, I thought, you know, what would really push this guide over the top, what would really make it as incredible is to have it be filled with color photos. And so I bought a camera and I started taking photos. Now, I'd always been an artistic kid. I was always into drawing and painting. So I think the photography kind of came naturally to me. But, you know, it's one of these things where with digital these days, you know, you can take thousands of photos and it doesn't cost you any more than it would to take one. So I think the learning curve you know, for somebody like me who's very motivated, is a lot is a lot steeper these days. You know, it's a lot easier to get quick, to get good, uh, and to practice and to become a great photographer. I think you're absolutely right. You know, we were talking about national parks and the lure of them, and Americans maybe underappreciate them. I think one of the the things that that we ought to stress is that they are a, a fairly good travel bargain. Oh, they're an unbelievable travel bargain. I mean, if you look at it. You know, uh, a night in the campground in the national park costs, on average, about $15 a night. A one-week pass to a national park costs about $20. I mean, compare that to just about any other destination that you go to. It's an amazing bargain. And on top of that, most of the activities that you're going to be doing in a national park, whether it's hiking, biking, going on a ranger talk, most of the best activities are free. So it's an unbelievable budget experience. And part of that is because... You know, we uh, when we pay our taxes every year, as you know, tax season is, is wrapped up here. Uh, that money, part of it, is going to national parks. So, you know, any American that's paying taxes, you know, part of that is going to you know having access to these unbelievable places at an unbelievable bargain. Are you collecting national parks? Are you trying to see as many as you can? Might you do a couple more books? 
Oh, yeah, I'd love to do some more books. And, you know, I'm actually, this June, I'm planning a road trip to go from California to Acadia National Park in Maine and hit as many national parks as I can. Hopefully I'll film it and uh, put it up on my website. How, how long do you have to spend in a national park, do you think, to get your, your, your mind and, uh, around enough information to do a book? Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, national parks, because it's a natural landscape, I mean, it changes with the seasons. You know, winter's going to uh, look a lot different than summer, and fall's going right. to look a lot different than spring. So to really get under the skin of a place and really start to understand it, it, it takes at least a year and preferably two, because not every winter is the same. You know, it's not going to be the same snowfall, that kind of thing. So, you know, I think to do a, a truly good guide uh, and really, you know, capture the essence of the park, it definitely requires some time, at least a year. All right, James Kaiser, I really I thank you for joining us. Thanks for uh, coming on the show today and uh, celebrating National Parks Week with us. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. I'd be uh, happy to be back anytime. Thanks so much. Take care, James. Thanks, you too. His guide, uh, James Kaiser's guidebooks are to Acadia National Park, Grand Canyon National Park, Joshua Tree, and Yosemite. You can find information about them at James Kaiser. That's spelled K-A-I-S-E-R, jameskaiser.com. Uh, and there's some gorgeous photographs there uh, as well. When we come back in just a moment, we're going to learn how to be smart about a French menu. What do you do if you go to France, you don't speak French, you get handed a menu, or for that matter, a French restaurant anywhere else in the world, like in your hometown? We'll talk to an author who'll help us out. Don't go away. Rudy Max's world is coming right back, so get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Rudy Maxa here with an opportunity that can't be missed. It's a fun vacation filled with adventure, culture, European romance, and great food and wine. Join the radio show and me for a 12-day France Magnifique tour beginning September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. From tastings to tours to travel via high-speed train and river cruise, it's a trip that can't be missed. Call Colette at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to RudyMaxa.com. AutoZone. Saving gas is easy as one, two, three with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Three easy tips and a trip to AutoZone can help you get the most miles out of every gallon. Perform a simple tune-up, use a fuel treatment, and maintain proper tire pressure to save gas and cash. AutoZone has more expert advice to help you save at the pump and everything you need to do the job right. Get to AutoZone today and maximize your gas mileage. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 33 minutes after the hour. Nice to have you here this weekend. My next guest is Ronnie Hess. She is a journalist. She's worked as a uh, CBS, as a reporter with CBS News. She's lived and reported in France. She's an English teacher, and her food and writing has appeared in food and travel writing. Excuse me, has appeared in national and regional publications. She's got a new book out. It's called "Eat Smart in France" with the subtitle "How to Decipher the Menu, Know the Market Foods, and Embark on a Tasting Adventure." Ronnie, thanks for joining us this weekend. Thank you very much. All right, look, 
Here is the first question. I murder the French language. I know enough to get along in France. I've never taken a course, so, so I can't pronounce anything. What do you do, whether you're in France or in a French restaurant in the United States where the menu is in French, what do you do as a neophyte? How do you begin to understand what's on the menu and make sense of it and know what you want? Well, there are a lot of ways that you can do that, and I think one of the first ways is to um, to speak to the waiter, um, to speak to the sommelier if you're ordering wine. Um, these are knowledgeable people who are very interested in making sure that you have a pleasurable experience. I think that Americans sometimes have a misconception of um, the French um, and their attitudes to Americans. They really are very fond of Americans and have a great respect for American culture, and they want to share their culture with Americans. So um, you just turn to them and, um, and indicate your enthusiasm and your curiosity, smile, say thank you. Um, merci is a very easy word um, for Americans, and, um, and I think that that goes really a long, long way. So there's no loss of face in saying, you know what, I don't speak French. Can you help me with the menu and tell me a bit about it? None at all. As a matter of fact, the French are, um, are much more Anglophones than I think people will, um, will expect. They are now learning English at a much younger age. And, um, and if a waiter um, basically cuts you off if you're trying your French out on him or her, um, it's because their English is better than your French, and, um, and they will cut to the chase with you. They're, they're very often very busy, especially if you're in a brasserie or if you're in a bistro, and so they will want to expedite the process um, and, um, and, and smooth things um, as much as possible. I feel relieved already, Ronnie Hess. Thank you very much. I feel so much better. Good. Ronnie's book is called Eat Smart in France. It's published by Ginkgo Press. I should have uh, mentioned that. Um, how has French cooking changed in the, years, uh, in, in the years that you've been writing about food and eating in France? Well, I think for one thing, it's become much more cosmopolitan. Um, and I also think that our understanding of French food is much greater because there are French chefs who have come to America um, seeing opportunity here that in some respects they didn't see in France. So um, I think that because American chefs have traveled to France, have studied the cooking, have worked in French restaurants, and brought the culinary traditions back to America, because French chefs have traveled the world, have, um, have worked in Japan, um, in Australia, you know, across the European Union, um, we're moving not to, um, to an international cuisine, because I think that there are still um, powerful regional influences and powerful cultural traditions um, that people um, remain true to. Um, but I think that there's more playfulness, more inventiveness, um, a willingness to, um, to use different kinds of flavors and spices and food groups. Um, and um, so I, I think also immigrants have, um, have made um, a great mark on French cooking. And I think that people have become also very mindful um, that saturated fats may not be as healthy as people um, um, once wanted them to be, so you will find <laughs> lighter menus, um, and um, you will also find smaller menus. Um, so I, th I think in that respect, um, things are very much different, and also the price will be different. Certainly if you're going to a three-star restaurant, you will, um, you will spend a lot of money, um, yes. and you will have a powerful experience. But I think that many of the bistros are now emphasizing bistronomy, um, things that are economical and affordable. 
One of the very helpful parts of this book, uh, Eat Smart in France, is uh, in the rear of the book, which is provides a, a, a translation of many of the common dishes and uh, kinds of food you will find in a French menu. We've only got about a minute left. I hate to say that, uh, Ronnie, but how does one, if one's never been to France and you want to try some very special restaurants, what kind of guide do you turn to? Is the Michelin Guide your Bible? Oh, my gosh. Well, sure, um, if you have particular restaurants in mind, but I hate to say this, you know, um, blogs are very powerful, and there are an awful lot of, um, of, of pieces of information, um, suggestions in terms of um, restaurants to go to on many blogs. Newspapers um, across the United States routinely cover um, French food in their travel and food sections. Those are um, always good local resources for people to check um, who's recommending what. Um, certainly magazines, there are many of those um, where their writers um, go to France on a regular basis. Um, I would start there. Perfect. That is great advice. The book is called uh, Eat Smart in France. The author is Ronnie Hess, H-E-S-S. It's published by Ginkgo Press, and it's a great thing to take with you, not just to France, but to a French restaurant if you're unfamiliar with some of the menu items that you might find. And I think Ronnie's uh, big takeaway point and that I, that I believe in is uh, go ahead and say you don't know what this all means if you don't. Don't pretend. Hey, Ronnie, I thank you for joining us. Thank you, Rudy. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. We'll be right back in just a moment with Paul Motter, our cruise ship guy. He's going to talk about people who get kicked off cruise ships. I didn't know they could do that. And uh, apparently it happens with, uh, well, regularity is too big a word, but he's got some true stories for us. Stick around. You're in Rudy Max's world here. Uh, we're coming up to about 39 minutes after the hour, Thirty about 40 minutes after the hour. Uh, we'll be back right after these messages. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. Susan from Miami asks, do you believe virtue is its own reward? Ah, yes, indeed I do. But I also think cash is a pretty nice reward. And cash is exactly what you could save when you switch to Geico. Right. Yeah, and Geico also offers rewards in the form of good driver discounts, multi-card discounts, and defensive driver discounts. So maybe discounts are their own rewards. Hard to argue with that. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com to see how much you could save. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. AutoZone. Saving gas is easy as one, two, three with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Three easy tips and a trip to AutoZone can help you get the most miles out of every gallon. Perform a simple tune-up, use a fuel treatment, and maintain proper tire pressure to save gas and cash. AutoZone has more expert advice to help you save at the pump and everything you need to do the job right. Get to AutoZone today and maximize your gas mileage. Get in the zone. AutoZone. What's the most effective way to get more customers for your business, more donors for your nonprofit, more churchgoers on Sunday? Email marketing, because it gets results. That's why over 700,000 companies of all sizes use iContact, an industry-leading email marketing solution. iContact's award-winning email marketing solution makes it incredibly simple to create, send, and track email newsletters and email promotions. And iContact is integrated with social media, so your email newsletters can go viral on Facebook and Twitter. Whether you're new to email marketing or a seasoned pro, let iContact help your business grow and prosper with a 99% 
100% deliverability rate, iContact ensures that your message actually reaches your customer's inbox, not their junk mail or spam folder. And you can try iContact free for 30 days. Sign up now and get a free 30-day trial at iContact.com when you use promo code GROW. iContact, that's the letter I, contact.com, and promo code GROW. Email marketing with iContact gets results. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Samuel Adams. When I started Samuel Adams, no bank would give me a loan. I got my startup money from my drinking buddies. I know people need help when pursuing a great idea. That's why we started Samuel Adams Brewing the American Dream. It provides loans to help people get their small businesses off the ground. When you enjoy the unmistakable taste of a Boston lager, a beer that started in my kitchen, know you're helping someone else chase their dream. I'll drink to that. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save responsibly. As a Major League Baseball umpire for over 30 years, I've learned focus is everything. That's why I switched to a complete multivitamin with more. Only one a day men's 50 plus advantage has both ginkgo for memory and concentration, plus support for heart health. Centrum can't give you all that. And in this game, I want every advantage. One a day men's 50 plus advantage, the official multivitamin of Major League Baseball. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. 43 minutes after the hour, I'm Rudy Maxa. I got to tell you, I carry a MedJet Assist card. So does all my crew when we're, well, all year, but particularly when we're shooting uh, uh, some of our travel shows. Uh, that, that has helped me out a couple times. Uh, uh, do check medjetassist.com if you uh, plan to travel more than 150 miles away from home at all. They've got some you don't have to buy for the whole year. If you're just going away for a week, they've got some deals for you. You can see various options. But medical evacuation, I can't, no matter what your age or your health condition, anything can happen. Oh, Paul Motter. You know Paul Motter's voice. He's a regular guest here on the show talking about cruises. He's the editor of the website cruisemates.com, a very robust uh, website that will give you a guide to specific cruise lines. And he uh, writes a regular column that uh, I always find fascinating. He had one recently on folks getting kicked off ships. Paul, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you, Rudy. And you, you told the story of a, of a, a rapper, Foxy Brown? Yes, Foxy Brown is her name. I don't know her personally, but she was thrown off of a Royal Caribbean ship when she apparently threw a temper tantrum in the ship's spa. She turned up three hours late for a manicure appointment, and they told her they couldn't fit her in, and so she threw a fit. And subsequently, was um, security was called, and she was escorted back to her cabin, and she was put off the ship the next day in Grand Cayman, a port of call in the middle of the cruise itinerary. How do you put someone off a ship exactly? I mean, do you take them by the arms and carry them off? Or? Well, um, normally they, they do comply. You know, ships have security officers, but they're not like policemen with guns and handcuffs and things like that. Um, you you merely tell them that they their behavior is not acceptable and you tell them that you're going to ask them to leave the next day and hopefully they won't put up too much of a fight they generally go along um you do give them something of a hearing 
usually with the ship's captain and some witnesses who may have been there, and he will think about the situation and come to a conclusion as to whether you have to leave or not. But on the high seas, the captain is the captain of the he's ship. The law. And he can, he's the law. There is law on the high seas, but there's no one to enforce it on a ship except for the captain. So he is now, the law. Now, do you suppose they paid for Foxy's air flight home? Um, they're not required to. In the cruise contract, it says that if you break the rules of conduct on a cruise ship, you are responsible for paying your own way home. Now, I, I have heard stories that cruise lines have paid or at least arranged to get people home. Mm-hmm. But I, I know that, for a fact, in some cases, they do not pay to get people home. It kind of depends on the reason why you're put off the cruise ship. You can also be put off a cruise ship, say, for example, if someone in your family becomes ill. There was the case of a couple who had an infant who developed some kind of a whooping cough, and a ship is not a hospital, even though they have medical facilities on board. And the doctor on board decided that the ship could not take care of this baby. And so they mandated that the couple had to leave the ship in the next port, you know, and go to a hospital. Ah, so you're not just kicked off for being uh, drunken or obnoxious or whatever. So is this a common problem? I mean, you suppose on every 10th cruise, one person gets kicked off? Um, I would say it happens probably 10 times a year in the entire cruise industry. So not a, not a big problem? No, not, not a big problem, but definitely something that can happen. Uh, I did get a, a long email from a gentleman who came to me and apologized for his behavior on a cruise ship that resulted in him getting kicked off the cruise ship on the second night of a 12-night uh, European cruise. And he had gotten a little bit drunk and was in the casino, and he, he got in a little bit of an argument with another person at a blackjack table and tried to throw a drink on the guy. Miss, he missed um, but security was called, and he was taken back to his cabin. And the next day, they put him off the ship in Europe. And he ended up flying port to port to stay with his family in every port that the ship went to. Oh, my goodness. And he sent you an apology note. Mea culpa. You're like the Pope. Yes. He, he said, <laughs> I, I was aware of the rules, and I admit that I broke them. And he, he did attempt to apologize, and, you know, he, he probably should have stayed on, but in the long run, he admitted he, that he had caused the problem, and he accepted the captain's final verdict. True stories from the high seas. Hey, Paul, thank you for joining us as always. Okay, my pleasure. Paul Motter is the editor of CruiseMates.com, a website who, if you're thinking about cruising, particularly if you've never cruised before, you don't know what ship you want to go on, take a look at CruiseMates.com. You can read reviews of individual ships. You'll read guest articles. You'll read other people's comments. You can look at photos. Stick around. i got a deal of the week for you. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. 
That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. It's 52 minutes after the hour. You're back in Rudy Max's world as we come to the end of the first hour. Uh, deals of the week time. I got it. First of all, just a general concept. I'm going to give you two specific uh, things you ought to know about in a minute. But I was reading uh, um, my friend Susan uh, uh, Breslau's uh, uh, honeymoonabout.com. She writes about romantic travel. It's at about.com. It's honeymoons, romantic travel. And she was talking about how, how to have an affordable honeymoon. I like some of her ideas here. One of is to, you don't necessarily have to take a cruise to somewhere. A lot of cruise ships have short cruises to nowhere, which you can just spend a few days uh, uh, being pampered on board a cruise ship. And uh, it's a lot cheaper than saying doing, you know, 10 days in the Caribbean or whatever. You can also drive to your embarkation point uh, down to Miami or Fort Lauderdale if you're nearby. There are cruise ports within driving distance of 40 percent of the United States, as population says uh, Susan, another option is to combine the wedding with the honeymoon, also known as wedding moons. Uh, so you just pick one tropical tropical location, like a Sandals Resort in Jamaica or Antigua or the Bahamas or Santa Lucia. And, uh, you know, you have your wedding there, so that saves you a whole lot of money, uh, you know, compared to renting a uh, a wedding hall and or, or, or a place where you've got to have dinner afterwards and so on. It's a destination wedding. It's not for everyone, but if you have a small group, it can work. Uh, she had another good idea, uh, which is, which was, um, oh, buying from a, a discounter. Um, Costco and Overstock are actually selling cruises and vacation packages and Disney trips. Um, they're selling rooms in hotels, some of them luxurious hotels. Uh, and Overstock uh, spotlights 30 to 40, that's overstock.com, spotlights 30 to 40 uh, deals at a time on a biweekly basis. Um, so you can check that out too. Just some general ideas. If you're thinking about a honeymoon, there are ways, uh, to save. I, I've always told friends, have a honeymoon way far away. Like, you know, go to Italy or go to Thailand. Sure. The airline ticket's going to be expensive, but not many people will be able to come with you. So you'll save money on, on the dinner and, and, and the ceremony. I know that's a terrible thing to say, but now here's a couple of specific deals. If you live anywhere near California, or if you're willing to get on a plane, cause this price is so cheap. There is a spa called the Oaks at Ojai, and uh, this fall, from September 6th to December 1st, so we're looking a ways out here, September 6th to December 1st, they're going to be renovating uh, their lobby, and they're willing to give you a severe, dis- a, a serious discount uh, during that time, if you don't mind a little construction going on in the lobby. This is a top fitness destination spa, but get this price, $146 per person per night. Now, you may be sharing a room with another person, or you bring a friend with you, and you each pay $146. Here's what it entitles you to. Besides your overnight uh, stay, you get three healthy spa cuisine meals a day, along with snacks and beverages. You have 15 daily optional dynamic fitness classes to choose from. Complete use of the resort facilities. I mean, you can just float in the pool all day if you want. Uh, Access to expert health service professionals as part of that cost. Stimulating and informative evening programs. And as the press release says, unparalleled experiences and memories. But basically, it's a great place to go get away and relax. Uh, This is the... Uh, the uh, Oaks at Ojai. Ojai, by the way, is spelled O-J-A-I. And the website where you can learn more about this, $146 a person. Remember, this is only through September 6th to December 1st, but a nice time to go. The website is oaksspa.com, and there's two S's in the middle, so it's plural oaks and then the word spa. oaksspa.com at the Oaks at Ojai. Very nice Southern California 
way to uh, to spend some time this fall. Uh, Best Western it wants to give away about 6.5 million loyalty points. That'll get you a lot of room nights. Uh, that's for one. The, the winner is going to get 6.5 million rewards points. It's the biggest individual points prize ever offered by any hotel company. Room nights, if you pay with points at Best Western, can start at 8,000 points. So you do the math. 8,000 into 6.5 million, that's more than two years of hotel rooms. So basically, you may never have to pay for a hotel room the rest of your life. Now, you've got to join Best Western Rewards, which is free. And uh, then you register for this, which is called the Jumpstart Promotion. Yeah, I'd say six and a half million points to jumpstart your uh, your uh, membership. Just go to bestwestern.com forward slash jump. And then stay with Best Western three times between April 17th and June 5th. Uh, and you'll get a bonus. You'll get a this. Anybody can win this. Stay three times between April seventeenth and June fifth, and get a fifty dollars Best Western travel card, which you can use at any other uh, Best Westerns. You're also entered into a daily drawing for a sixty-five dollars Best Western travel card when you register. That's to celebrate Best Western's sixty-fifth anniversary. So there you go. The website again is bestwestern.com forward slash jump. We're coming to the end of the hour. I hate that when it happens. If your station is leaving is uh, leaving us this hour, well. Uh, we'll see you next week, I hope. Uh, most of our stations do stay for the second hour, I'm glad to say. And uh, when we come back, we're going to have a lot more travel information for you, some fascinating interviews, a lot of news, a lot of, a, lot of, a lot of stuff to learn in the next hour. So stick around here in Rudy Max's World. You can write me anytime at Rudy at Rudy Max's World. Or go to RudyMaxa.com, and you can listen to podcasts of previous shows. There's a description of those shows, so you can choose and pick among them. Uh, you can check out my travel minute there. You can link to our sponsors. Find out about that trip to France, by the way, uh, with me in September 29th. Anyway, we'll see you in a few minutes. Don't go away. We'll be back right after the news and some messages. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.